don't know the address. Is it your house? No, it's a big house, an empty house. Nobody's in the house, ma'am? No, Clark said. Is anybody around the house? No, she said. Now the fire had lit the night like a flashbulb, causing the air around it to go bright and blurry and sending waves of heat onto her property line. It's blazing, she begged the dispatcher. It's getting in the field. It's about to get everywhere. We'll go ahead and get the fire department on the way. Before the call even ended, the dispatcher had already plugged Clark's location into his dispatch system, which immediately began calculating the fire stations that were in the jurisdictions of the call. The current policy was to summon four stations in order to make sure enough bodies and enough pressurized water showed up at the scene. All of the fire stations in Accomac County were operated by volunteers. The manpower for any given fire was entirely dependent on who didn't need to pull a double shift at the chicken factory, and who wasn't stuck overnight on a crabbing boat in the Chesapeake Bay, and who didn't have a baby teething at home and who could stumble out of bed and race to the fire station in time, leaving pickup trucks askew in station parking lots, and jumping into fire engines that screamed at 130 decibels and shook off any remaining sleep. Stations 7, 6, 8, and 18, the dispatcher now said into his headset. The computer-aided system had finished its calculations and provided the closest fire stations. And now, from his cubicle, the dispatcher began to organize emergency response via radio. Station 7, fire and EMS response. Residential structure fire, Dennis Drive, Parksley, he said into his headset. Caller is advised a parent abandoned structure, fully involved. All around the county, heavy black pagers were going off in living rooms and bedrooms, first ringing with the two-noted tone reserved for each particular station, and then coming alive with static-filled instructions. At his home and preparing to eat a slice of cake for his 51st birthday, Phil Kelly, the chief of Station 7, the Parksley Fire Department, heard the request for his department to bring both a fire engine and an ambulance. He knew this signified that his station was first due. Although three additional stations would arrive to assist, he would be in charge of controlling the scene. He heard the dispatcher describe the fire as fully involved, and he knew that, if the description was accurate, it would mean there were flames showing. Fully involved meant the fire was bad. Chief Seven en route to station, he radioed in at 10.44 p.m., three minutes after Deborah's 911 call. Six Seven, responding par two, responded a truck from Bloxham. Six was their station number, seven the truck number, and par two indicated that the truck contained a pair of firefighters. Bloxham's truck was the first to arrive at the fire, even before Phil Kelly. The Bloxham firefighter holding the radio got out of the truck on Dennis Drive and assessed the situation. Be advised, he said into his radio, structure is fully involved. Kelly, a compact man with a ruddy face and parchment pale eyebrows, got to the scene and immediately wondered if he might need more water. He was an experienced firefighter. When he wasn't commandeering Parksley's volunteer department, he'd obtained the only kind of paying fire work one could in Accomac County, on Wallops Island, the Nassau facility off the Accomac coast in the northern part of the county. There, a team of federally employed firefighters with security clearances obsessively checked and rechecked launch equipment, Nassau believing that the best rocket-related fire was one that never happened to begin with. Landing the Nassau job had been a life goal for Kelly. He'd grown up in Accomac, 
and had signed up as a support volunteer for the firehouse when he turned 14, helping to clean equipment and learning to pack and unpack hoses. Now he was middle-aged, he knew fires, and he sensed that the burning house on Dennis Drive would deplete the water resources on the scene before the fire could be put out. Most of the towns in Accomack County didn't have a municipal water supply, which meant they didn't have fire hydrants. Water was not an unlimited resource. You pump what you brung, was an old fireman's saying. The volunteer firefighters carried water to scenes in giant metal tankers that held 2,500 gallons each. They pumped the water from their tankers using their engines and hoped they had enough, or that they'd be close enough to a pond or stream to get more. Central, what tankers do I have? Kelly radioed into the dispatch center, asking for a list of all the trucks present. He listened to the roll call and made a decision. I need another tanker.